Hello everybody, this is Damien here from languagecaster.com and on today's listening reports we take a look back at the first set of matches that have been played in Russia 2018 and offer a brief review of what's been good, bad and ugly at the tournament so far. Now for this audio report there's a transcript and a worksheet great for learners and teachers of English which can both be accessed by becoming a patron through Patreon. And remember, if you've got any questions or comments, just email us at admin at languagecaster.com. Okay, 2018 World Cup review of week one, the good, the bad, and the ugly. After six days, the first round of matches are now over at the 2018 World Cup. We've seen all 32 countries in action, so we thought it would be a good time to have a brief review of what's been good, bad, and ugly at the tournament so far. The good. It's been a very good start to the 2018 World Cup for Mexico so far, as El Tri defeated the holders and European powerhouses Germany 1-0 in Moscow with a thrilling display of counter-attacking football. The Mexican side made the Germans appear slow and cumbersome, and their manager, Juan Carlos Osorio, outthought his German counterpart, Joachim Löw. This is a difficult group, but this victory has given the Mexicans a great chance of making it to the last 16 and would have given them huge amounts of confidence to progress even further, something that they've not been able to do since 1986 when they reached the quarterfinals. It's also been a good tournament for the hosts after a stunning 5-0 opening game victory over Saudi Arabia, which was followed up with a 3-1 victory over Egypt to qualify for the second round. Few predicted that Russia would perform well, with some even suggesting that they would not make the last 16. There's still some way to go, but Russian fans we spoke to are very confident of doing well now. There was also a good start for Japan, who beat Colombia 2-1 in their opening match to give the Blue Samurai a first win at a World Cup since 2010. And the way they won the match, albeit playing against 10 men for nearly 90 minutes, should also give them a lot of confidence to make it through to the knockout stages. It's been a great World Cup so far for the fans, both those from the host country Russia and the huge numbers of travelling supporters from around the world who've made this a great spectacle so far. I've only been here for six days but have been struck at how organised everything is, how friendly everyone is and how proud the locals are of the World Cup being in Russia. It's also great fun to meet fans of other countries in the fan fests. These are places where fans from host cities can watch the games on big screens together, bars and restaurants, and of course, at the games themselves. The bad, well, we've already mentioned Germany's poor performance against Mexico, and I wonder will the holders suffer the same fate as previous winners France, who won in 1998, Italy, who prevailed in 2006, and Spain, who lifted the trophy in 2010, but who all failed to make it out of their respective groups the following World Cup. It's doubtful, as this is Germany, but Sweden will be fired up and are well organised, and they'll make it difficult for the German side. It hasn't been a good start to the World Cup for South American sides, with only one of the five combo-ball teams winning, Uruguay with a last-minute winner against Egypt. The remaining four have had poor results with Brazil, many people's favourites, only drawing with Switzerland, Argentina labouring to a 1-1 draw with Iceland, 
Colombia were defeated by Japan 2-1, and Peru, although unlucky, were beaten by Denmark 1-0. I wonder how many of the South American sides will be in the last 16. Now the ugly. So far, the tournament has not really thrown up anything that ugly. Some people feared that VAR, the video assistant referee system, would cause trouble, but it's worked rather well. There's been no fan violence. Well, there's only been one red card so far. Colombian player Carlos Sanchez received a straight red for handling the ball on the line against Japan, suggesting that the games have not really been that dirty. Now, one story did emerge that might be deemed ugly, and that involved the Croatian squad. Imagine turning down the chance to represent your country at a World Cup. Well, that's what Croatian striker Nikola Kalinic did when asked by his manager to come on in the second half for his side against Nigeria in Kaliningrad. The Milan striker claimed he was injured and refused to go on, which angered the manager so much that he sent him home from the squad, leaving Croatia a man short. Now, as I mentioned at the start of this audio report, there's also a transcript and a worksheet with answers uh, when you come along through the Patreon link. Now, don't forget that you can play in our 2018 World Cup predictions competition. Come along to the site, pick your results, while you can also sign up to a daily newsletter to keep up to date with all the scores. You can contact us or follow us via our email at admin at languagecaster.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Drop us a line and let us know what you think of the show. Send in any football language from around the world or ask a question about some football language. We hope to hear from you soon. Bye-bye.